0: welcome back folks it's getting harder to remember the 90s podcast my name is scott shifty MacDonald. i am your host today is a mini episode i'll get you in and out quick quick story a couple chuckles a little bit of info and you're on your way I was in a three-piece mod band of a band called The Numbers. We needed a roadie. We were going from Detroit to Toronto to Montreal and back, and I found one. This episode's entitled, We Brought Ben to Canada. The band was called The Numbers. It was me, Kenny Tudrick, as a guitar player, singer, songwriter, really the energy behind it and we finally landed on Matt O'Brien as the bass player. Kenny and Mattio knew people from the garage scene in town, networked with folks, and really were the engine behind that whole band. I just needed to fall back, play, do the gear stuff, little things, and let them boys drive with the idea and fall in line. I loved it. Everything was great with that band. The energy was fantastic, and we ran with it. We had met a scooter mod chick from Toronto, Canada. She was tied into the whole scooter mod Northern Soul scene. She introduced us to a three-piece mod band, more 60s angled, called the Datsuns from Montreal, Canada. And this is why we were going on a trip up there. The Datsuns started their own scene and decided to have their own warehouse, Northern Soul Dance party extravaganza on a saturday so we booked the elma combo in toronto on a thursday decided we'd take that day friday off in montreal play the show come back by this time we were seasoned vets at setting up our gear moving stuff playing doing the whole bit but we wanted to look just a little bit more pro so i decided to ask a young gentleman by the name of benjamin russo who had lived in our neighborhood, been to shows, hung out at the local bar that we all hung out at, and see if he would come with us as a roadie to help out and go to Canada for this trip. And Benjamin said, hell yeah. Ben was a good-hearted guy. He loved music, hung out with all of us, had a good sense of humor, and he had that fire and excitement that I remember having when I started when I mentioned, hey, let's go do these shows, let's leave town. So Ben was my perfect compadre to go run around, goof off in Canada, and actually do some work. And Ben would work. His family had owned pizzerias, he had managed them, worked at them, and Ben was our boy. Now we made it to the Elma combo in Toronto, no problem, that Thursday, soundcheck, went off without a hitch. The scooter gal was there. And I think... I think actually some of the guys in Sloan were there. The, the froggy looking guitar player was there for sure. It, we played the show. Everything was great. And we went back and stayed with the girl that lived in Toronto. And she said in the morning, I'll take you to the local diner and you guys can ease off into Montreal. There's a term, the ugly American, when you travel abroad. And we'll call Canada another country because it is, and it's abroad. We weren't so much the ugly Americans as we were the eh, not-so-good-looking Americans at breakfast at the local diner. We had had too much to drink. Some of us were quieter than others. Quick to wit, Matteo would make comments here and there. But Benjamin, Ben was on fire. Ben had a hangover, and he was excited to be out, and he wanted to trade quips with things. And when the lady that was our waitress had asked, Okay, you boys, would you like white or brown toast? Ben lost his mind. I don't know why this triggered Ben, but it was a basic question of do we want white or wheat toast. Ben took it as brown toast, all toast is brown. Brown kept going, 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 going. To a point to where the woman was like, oh, Okay, you can calm down there, buddy. And we felt the first of many you ugly stupid dudes from Detroit when we traveled out of town. Now, after an even more excited debate on ham or Canadian bacon, we'd finished our breakfast. We would said our goodbyes to the scooter gal. She was going to meet up on Saturday. Today was Friday, and we headed off to Montreal. We had the address. The guys in the Datsons had told us, hey, you're going to stay in the Brownstone. We have an empty apartment where we live. We're sorry, but we live in the ghetto this isn't a brag and it's almost sad to say ghettos to people in detroit mean destitute horrible falling down crime ridden inner city horribleness but to the montreal datson's band members the ghetto meant an older part of downtown Montreal. It goes without saying that we were thoroughly confused when we were downtown in Montreal by the Olympic Stadium and the address start of the matchup and we were in an extremely charming old part of Montreal with Brownstone's Ala New York City and Ben was like, they said ghetto, where's the ghetto? I want to see a ghetto. Then there was no ghetto. We pulled up out in front of a brownstone that would match the address. And there was a 60s street party uh, with, with music, a DJ, people dressed in 60s mod clothing to greet us. There's a scene in the movie Almost Famous where Cameron Crowe's character is 15, he's backstage for his first time at a Sabbath concert, and on his way out, he says hi to every one of the roadies, the tour people, everyone who's backstage, he's fallen in love with the scenario ben russo fell in love with montreal right then and there he was full blown two feet in the pool loving the mod scene the sensibility we're the fact that we're somewhere else and all the girls spoke french now it wasn't just ben who was in love with this we we were very taken aback by the whole scene of it the datson guys couldn't have been nicer they Went through, there was food, we danced, we hung out, we had some beers. They said, hey, there's an empty apartment, you can stay up in here. We slept there that night, and they had given us their girlfriends to be tour guides on the day off, in between playing the show, to show us around Montreal. And it just so happened, the three gals couldn't have been prettier and they all spoke French. A little bit of English out of the one and they took us around the next morning through Montreal's charm and clued us in what people were saying about us. It was August in Montreal that next morning our day off adventure with the three French Canadian girlfriends of the band that was hosting us for a mod dance-off in Northern Soul Party the next night. We were hung over. It was a little bit too hot for some. Myself included but Benjamin was front and center running ahead with all the gals. Now they were dressed fantastic. I mean, if I was good at fashion I would say They were dressed mod from French Vogue 1966. They went through and showed us around the neighborhoods. Various stores, different things. And we were in hand with American and exchanged money because the Canadian dollar was weaker, and I had a pocket full of loonies and toonies that I could spend on things. We came across the most charming, almost fairy tale storybook. If there was a Norman Rockwell who was French Canadian scene, where there was a young little blonde girl, couldn't be more than seven years old, sitting at a table with a sign, and it said one loonie or one dollar. Uh, afterwards some French words and she seemed to be a lemonade stand. Ben was off talking with one of the gals uh, about Something about the cathedral that was off the side. And Kenny and Matt were talking to another one. And I was with the one gal that could speak some English. And I said, hey, you know, it's hot. Let's buy some something to drink for everybody. It's on me. You girls are being nice enough to show us around. So she talks to the little girl. The little girl says, Sorry about my mangling French accent, but that's what it sounded like to me. And it still does. She <laughs> came back to me and said, Well, she's selling... Warm Diet Coke or cold chocolate milk. The girl giggled, and the little girl looked stern, like, I'm making a sale. I need this money, man. I never said I was a smart person, but it was warm out and I said, let's roll the dice and let's get two glasses of the cold chocolate milk on me. Well, the little girl smiled, the French gal talked to her, and she pulled up a galvanized bucket, this little street urchin, and from underneath the table, her other hand must have been as brown as a brownie itself from dipping it in this bucket by hand and pouring multiple glasses of cold chocolate milk. Again, I'm not that smart. It was hot out. I drank the hand-poured dirty galvanized bucket cup of cold chocolate milk on the streets of Montreal that August. I didn't feel good about it. I didn't feel smart about it. Retrospect, it wasn't a good idea, but Ben seemed to think that it was the most fantastic thing ever. We had a great day being shown around Montreal. Needless to say, everyone, once they found out what we were Americans, Call us stupid in French and, hey, joke's on them. We know we're stupid. We go to bed. We wake up the next day. We go down to the warehouse area that these guys have rented. The Datsons. They have their mod Northern Soul Dance Off concert. We sound check. We're having a great time with it. We get some smoked meat sandwiches. I would suggest getting one if you're ever in Montreal. Ben was right there. we doing the setup. He was great. He checked out my drums. Helped load in the whole bit. We go through. We have some drinks. We're hanging out before the whole, ha- whole happening actually gets going. And there's a separate room there's one room in this warehouse that was a concert stage and one room that was a flea market or more of a selling records and turned into the northern soul dance party room we we're on first. We opened up for the Datsens and they were a big thing in town. There's hundreds, if not maybe a thousand people spread out from the concert room to the dance room and going back and forth. We get up there ready to play. Ben's in position right behind me. He's checking for me, but he can hit either guitar or bass or any microphone that needs to be attended to. He's right there with us. So we're playing and we fire off. And we're geared up because it's a scene, man. Everyone was for parade- real. In Montreal in the, the mid-late 90s and that scene, at least the people there. They're dressed to it, were, the scooter gal was there, there's mods, there's punks, there was people that were just super hip. And we we're firing off. And as we're going, we're about three songs in. I put my kick drum pedal right through the bass drum head. Now luckily I carried an extra head and I turned to the position where I had seen Ben when we started this, and there's no Ben. There was no time to be mad at where's Ben. It was a panic for a second, but we'd done it without people before. So I scramble, get the head. The guys talk and play, and, and we goof around, and it felt like an eternity, but it was probably two minutes' worth of the set. Get it changed out, we jam through, we get done, and I'm like, where the fuck is Ben? We go through, we're looking around backstage, we go outside where we kind of stage our gear. He's not out by the van, he's not by anything. We go back in, and they said, hey your friend he's one and we say what They're like the Benjamin he is one he has been crowned the king of the dance and we're like the dance what wait so we go into the other room where the northern soul dance party is and they had a prize amount of money which was $100 canadian dollars and they had decided to pick two people a couple a guy and a gal who would dance off against other people dancing and guess what ben during our set had found a gal to dance with entered a dance contest went through in various stages of the dance performance contest winning out over three other couples and was now standing on stage with a gal both wearing sashes saying King and Queen crowning each other, the King and Queen of the Northern Soul Dance Off, Montreal. We all fell out. We could not be mad at this man. He was in heaven, shining lights. They were announcing the King and the Queen of the Northern Soul Dance Off. He had his sash and his crown. We drank. We had a good time. We went back to that brownstone. He danced some more. I've never seen a man happier. We had him wearing a crown all the way home from Montreal to Detroit the next morning. Ben, you will always be the king of the Northern Soul dance-off. So there it is, folks. We took Ben to Canada, and he had the time of his life. He was crowned the king. Thank you for listening. You can look us up on hardtorememberthe90s.com. Uh, you can listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find it. And please, like, review, enjoy, share, talk it up. Now, with people going through and asking me about these stories and me starting to thing, it's getting a lot easier to remember the 90s. Thanks, folks.